the Everyman Podcast. Podcasts. Oh boy, big dog, Daryl Campbell. How are you, brother? Brother Jay, brother Jay, brother Jay. What up? What up? What up? I'll tell you what, man. I had a quite the weekend. I'm back on the East Coast, mm-hmm. back east as I've been as I got in the habit of starting to say. And uh, you know, last couple of weeks we've been talking about. My wife and I relocating to Texas and mm-hmm. all the fun that, that goes with that. So since our last episode, which was merely a week ago, uh, my wife and I flew out to the Fort Worth area, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, if you will. And uh, we were looking at houses. We sold mm-hmm. our house. So that's under contract. Nice. Took, you know, a day, which was crazy. Had it all worked out. And... uh that's a fun experience. Now, all of a sudden, you know, we've been talking about this for months, you know, figuring things out, planning. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit, we got a close date. We got to get out of here, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and, and we've been packing for months. So, like, there's like, it's like the skeleton crew. Like, this, po- I keep saying this podcasting stuff is probably going to be the last thing out of the house. Um, but, like, everything around me is just, you know, mm-hmm. is getting packed up and, uh, you know, we got the inspections coming up, and then it's really on. We're going to be packing this out, but we'll be, you know, Texans in about a month and a half, officially. Texans. 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 The Texas Vigils, I think, mm-hmm. is what we shall become known as. Now, we've been trying to figure out where we want to go. Now, I've never, like, obviously we had the experience of buying our first home, and we knew where we we, we wanted a specific spot that we were in. Now it's like we don't know exactly where we want to be. And, you know, we've been trying a few different things out. So a couple months ago, I stayed kind of near where I'm going to be working. It's just more in the Dallas area. And Dallas is like a full-on big-time city, one of the largest cities in the country. Uh, Incredible economy, Mm -hmm. huge buildings, lots of traffic, all of the fancy shit, you know, Sushi, you name it, five star. This everything is in Dallas. It's it's like a, a, a world class city, and you know we're not looking to really necessarily move to another city suburb. You know, in our head, part of the attraction to Texas mm-hmm. has been this idea of like getting to an area that's a little bit more out there, and you know, get a little more land. You know, a little more country, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Which, country, you know, I, again, if you had told me, you know, 10 years ago or beyond, like, this is where, you, here's what you're going to go do, I'd be, would be quite the surprise. And this has all mm-hmm. come out of me, you know, the last few years, especially once I, you know, uh, got together with my wife. And you hear mm-hmm. like DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth, people think it's one city or one region. It's really, it's these two competing cities one's humongous the other is like the 12th largest city in the country which is also mm-hmm. huge but it's not like it's not like the size of philadelphia it's about nine hundred thousand people there and it's 45 minutes away from dallas and it's way more what like whatever you think texas is that's what it was is mm-hmm. so we get out mm-hmm. there now we we had been thinking you know i did some recon in the the dallas suburbs did a little more research. You know, we have some friends there in Fort Worth. Uh, shout out to the great Anna and Josh there, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. We thought that 
well, you know, let's get a hotel in Fort Worth. We'll ex- explore there. Now, brother, we get to Fort Worth. All right. It's like four good 45 minutes. Now, the driving out there is like, people think LA driving is, is wild. New York driving is wild. I've driven all these places. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy New York driving. Like, it's fun zipping through the city. Like, if you're in the right vehicle, that, yeah. you know, and you're comfortable. It's a fun drive. California, also wild, but it's in a, it's a lot going on in the L.A. area. But other than that, it's pretty just normal. Yeah. I have never experienced driving <laughs> like I did driving through Fort Worth in, in the Dallas area this past weekend. Dude, it looks like if you're looking at your GPS, okay, it yeah. looks like somebody's eating spaghetti and then they just fucking throw it on the table. And they're like, yeah, that's the interchange. Go ahead and follow that. <laughs> And you're like, that's, are you kidding me? This shit is on. I'm going to send you a screenshot later, Daryl, of like the Google Maps of the area that our hotel was in. Right. right. It's like cloverleaf on top of slightly pivoted cloverleaf on top of cloverleaf. Like all these crazy ass builds, like three high, four high. There's There's one that's five levels. They call it the high five. You're like, you're like, wow. and then dude, everything's a five lane highway. Okay. And you're going like the speed limit in quotes is like 75 everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. And, and, everywhere, and then you're, you're getting on full speed. Then you got to in 0.10 of a mile cross five lanes of traffic to get on the 820 East exchange. That's then loops you around. Like you feel like you're in a fucking hot wheels track. <laughs> You know, and I gotta, I gotta learn. At least next time I'll be in our own vehicles. I, I thought I would be fine in a Nissan Sentra. We're going through the parking lot, the Enterprise. Yeah. Shout out to the Enterprise rental, the DFW Airport. Very excellent, top notch. I'm an Enterprise guy, not paid mm-hmm. for by Enterprise. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I like Enterprise when I. They're always easy. It's always like in yeah. and out, in and out, in and out. Yeah, got to get those points. He's like, oh, Nissan. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we'll be fine. Going out to the country, I thought, no. Mm. You need a six-banger out there, bro. So here's the other thing that that I thought was an interesting observation. We drove, I don't know, 300 miles all over the place this weekend. And even, like, our realtor, who's great, you know, occasionally she's looking down at her phone to, like, like get the address of the next thing and, like, sitting at a green light 30, 40 Mm -hmm. seconds, right? No beeps. Not a beep. I I didn't hear a single beep all weekend. And I realized, I said, babe, did you hear any? No. Every time I did something stupid, like, oh, shit, I got to go five lanes that way. Mm -hmm. No one beeps. Everyone's very polite. So that, but at the same time, everyone's doing 90. At one point, dude, I was allegedly doing 82 miles per hour in the, in like the far right lane, right getting on to the highway, just getting up. And it was like, I was the slowest person out there. It was crazy. Like you're, there's people just blow past you casually at 110 miles an hour. In a in a in a grand marquee, you know, like not even in you know, it's not wow. like somebody in it. Like out here, it's like oh, somebody in a, a Civic Type R wants to flex. No, it's just like some dude. Mm-hmm. And you know what I realized? You know, we're trying to figure out time and distance, and it's like, yeah, you want to be X amount of miles away from. I had the idea. I was like, let's do the drive from this house that we like to my office. And yeah, it might say thirty nine miles, but we got there in thirty six minutes. Mm. all highway pretty much. And I was like, I was like sweaty after the drive, you know, it was intense. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. 
Jeez. But at the same time, Jeez. incredibly composed. It was like, and I, it's it, so apparently, yeah, that they, you don't beep. That's like a Texas thing. There's no, you don't beep. Wow. I love the speed limit thing. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, a political statement here. (laughs) Get to the airport. One more thing about the Enterprise. You know when you go travel, they they get you with the old, do you want to prepay your fuel now? You just bring it back, drag it back in here, and we'll take care of it. Because usually, you know, who has time on a trip, especially if it's a business trip, to be going Mm -hmm. to the fucking gas station, okay? Yeah. And usually there's a good markup on it, right? We get there. I get sticker shock in reverse. The gas was three sixty five at the airport. Mm. Three dollars sixty five cents at the airport. People. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, mm. aha!" I thought like I it was so uh, you know I was like shocked, <laughs> and I thought if I don't do this now, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. Right. And they're then, gonna go out. They're gonna lose. They're gonna I'm be gonna lose gas. the deal. That's gonna go up. You know, I'm gonna lose the gas. So I did the deal. Mm. Turns out, you know. Uh, outside the airport, the gas was like fucking three dollars and forty cents. You know, someplace I saw it was like three thirty. So, just saying, <laughs> one of the reasons, it, yeah, where the every man and every woman out there, I know, I know, these two jeeps we have are not um, fuel efficient, as, as they say. So, mm. it's been a it's mm-hmm. been a pain. But and I know a lot of people are are struggling with that. So, just some interesting Dude. fact. It's it's weird what. Uh, getting your own natural resources does for your mm-hmm. economy. It's crazy. So different from like Cali where regular is like seven, seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I know. Horrible. So, you know, the gas is, the gas is wild. Now we're staying that, you know me, dude, I love to chit chat and meet new people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I intentionally pick hotels. I learned when traveling, you get a hotel that has a restaurant bar because one, after a long day, you've been on the road, it's easier than having to worry about delivery or go, you just mm-hmm. go get something that's almost always pat. It's decent. It's all, it's almost always good, especially if you go to the same places. So I was like, I oh, will go here. Shout out the, the holiday Inn. Now I know what you're thinking. You're like, how brother Jay, come on. It's the holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you haven't been to a holiday Inn in a while, there's a reason why Chingy. <laughs> all right. is chilling at the holiday. Inn. It's, it's tight. All right. So we're chilling mm-hmm, at the Holiday Inn, mm-hmm, all right, mm-hmm. hanging out, talking to the bartender, as I love to do. And I'm also getting information. I was, like, doing impromptu podcast interviews with hundreds of people, just trying to pull out any little bit of information about living in this area mm-hmm. that I couldn't. What better ways to get it than hanging out, drinking, having a few, talking shit, watching the NCAA, whatever. So my man Mark, at the, by the way, I'm going to be going and hanging Townies. out. I'm going to be going and back to this holiday in bar just to hang out with Mark. Cause he's the man. So mm. we notice a horse out back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in this, just a field. Now imagine you're at any hotel and you just, there's a horse in the parking lot basically. <laughs> and you, and you're like, and this is on Fort Worth by the way. Right. And you're like, uh, wow, what's up with that? And then you find out, Oh, there's this tax exemption in Texas where, you have a commercial lot that you you buy up at cheap price you want to develop it eventually maybe put a hotel on it or some restaurants or condo whatever in the time in between you doing that you know once you start building you get permitted and taxed for the 
commercial tax rates. If you just have at least one livestock animal, and it's a certain class, you know, it's like goats, right, horses, cattle, um, you get this tax exemption where you get taxed as a farm homestead thing lot. So it's like not uncommon to, it's not uncommon to be driving around and there's like million dollar condos on one side of the street and 15 longhorn steer right across, like, like within 10 feet. It somebody who's like not grown up around animals, dude. And who's like yeah. just become, it was kind of like, it was, might as well have been another planet. It was crazy. Right. You know, right, right. Like everybody's really polite and everybody drives fast. It's hot as shit already. It's like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to be so hot, dude. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to be sweating for the rest of my life. Can't wait. That's yeah, worth it though. You know, yeah, dude. it's going to be great. But dude, it got up to like 88 degrees. How, 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 oh, I was about to say 88 degrees. That's not bad. I mean, but that was like a real hot day for April there. But everybody yeah. was saying like, it's like that weather from like January all the way through. And they're like, this is the best time of year in Texas. Mm. So mm. it was beautiful. It was incredible. Animals everywhere. So dude, you're driving around. So this horse, all right, Fury, mm-hmm. the horse. He's like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. You can nice. pet her. You want to go pet her? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, just going back there. And they're like, to this, like, I need more info. Like, what happened? <laughs> Do you guys ever feed her? Oh, yeah, yeah, we feed her. Yeah, man, apples, pears, beer. She loves beer. I'm like, the horse drinks beer. He's like, oh, hell yeah. Mm. He's like, the guys out there, they'll, they, they like, these guys come and take care of her. She still have to take care of the animals, but she's just chilling out there. These dudes that they were having a barbecue, and she just reached down and grabbed a beer that he put down and just drank it. So every now and then they <laughs> give her beer. And uh, we fed her some apples. She ate apples right out of our hands. Sam was petting her. It was, wow. it was awesome. And then, like, again, we're driving around looking at houses, and it's like, oh, there's a fucking longhorn steer right over there. And, dude, I've never seen one of these things with my own. Have you ever seen one in person? It's a, no. Dude, it's a powerful-ass, intense animal. Like, those, yeah. those, horn, those fucking horns are crazy. Like, some of yeah. them, dude, are like four feet out. Wild. Jeez. Yeah, dude. Looks like Jeez. just bone wings or something. It's wild. So it's like, wow. It's very different, you know? And mm-hmm. then also you got little snakes and lizards running around and stuff that you see. So I'm talking about longhorn steer now. Yeah. That's when you imagine part of the fun of this journey is going to be me learning and becoming a Texan and learning all these fun facts here for you. Hell yeah. You know, when you see anything in Texas, it's generally the Lone Star, the Texas Star, or the Longhorn logo. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, a cattle with big horns. And in Fort Worth, they have this livestock exchange. It's kind of a, it's like a, a real like a party district basically, and it's like mm-hmm. the best way to describe it is it's a cowboy bourbon street. Like mm. there's unbelievable steakhouses every five feet that you yeah. can get like an incredible ribeye for like a really reasonable, like because it's in Texas, they just yeah, make they them. There. The, yeah. There's like 55 cows before every human that lives in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can get a great steak. There's all these furniture places, all these cowboy outfitters. Um, went to this, bar that's mm-hmm. a, it's called the cowboy channel bar the guy that the guy that owns it was sitting there he owns this it's called rural farm tv it's a channel that he owns yeah. 
and it's yeah. just about like tractors and like farming and it's like it's like ESPN for farmers. It was really cool oh, it was because cool. it's like a really underserved market. And this bar, it's a sports bar, but it only plays. They only show rodeos and bull riding and like <laughs> shooting. It's amazing. Like, I love it. So like we're in there, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you guys yeah. can take your beverage with you." I'm like, "What? There's no open container laws." They're like, "Oh no, just don't you know, just don't cause a problem. We're not going to give you a hard time." Backing up my just let me be me and treat me like an adult and I'll behave right. request as a, right. as a sentient being. Right. I know it's controversial. It's a how really controversial take. <laughs> treat me like the sentient existence that I am. Yeah. So we're taking a walk. We're having a beer. Now the cattle are incredibly important to Texas. Not only, you know, financially the economy, but it's, it's a historic part of why Texas is what it is today. And they're mm-hmm. talking about the cattle drive. Do you know what a cattle drive is? I do not. I did not either. Now, interesting. Brother Jay, what are you talking about? I'm going to tell you. A cattle drive is what started to happen in really during the Civil War when the train lines were disrupted and the north ran out of beef basically, and cow product, milk, etc. Mm-hmm. All the things, hide, leather. Leather was a big fucking deal, dude. Like, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, it's not just the beef, dude, but uh, leather for everybody's tools and, and books and shoes. Uh, that's that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Still is, always has been. The supply chain was disrupted, okay? And they had to figure out a way to get the cattle up north to keep not only the north alive so that they could continue to fight uh, and also, you know, eat. Mm-hmm. Interesting thought there. So instead of putting these cows on trains, they had to walk these bad boys from Fort Worth, Texas to, to Kansas City. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, dude... They're talking about how these guys, these cowboys, this is what a cowboy is, folks. They would put like two guys at the front on horses, and then there would be, you know, guys on either side, guys in the back, the wag- the drivers and the wagon. They were called the drivers, and they pushed the, the herd. They're essentially herding millions. Dude, they're talking about three million, five million cattle from fucking Fort Worth, Texas to Kansas City, Missouri. With just horses and balls. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine? That's some cowboy could you, shit. Could though. you imagine just riding your bicycle there? Let alone, let alone herding a million animals the size of a fucking Volks, a Fiat. Right, right. Eighteen hundred miles to keep the how many, how, to keep how the many north fed. Like, how many of the cowboys are there directly? Is oh, just like-, uh, like, not that many. Like, fucking 16. It was crazy. Oh. Like, and th- this guy's telling this. I'm like, what? Yeah. So now, so this, they, these men go and do this incredible act of just, I mean, I don't know what you call that. That's insane. That's the, that's the craziest shit. And dude, they're fighting fucking. That's nuts, bro. They're fighting how wolves. Did they, get, did they wolves? get paid for that? Did they get paid for that? Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, that was their whole, that was their whole livelihood. You know, but they, dude, they're fighting wolves and bears and, you know, 
native territory. Like they were dealing with some crazy shit. Damn. To get to get cattle up to the north so they could eat during the There's Civil War. Bears? There's bears out. Isn't it too hot? Is it? No. Well, once you get north, dude, Kentucky, oh, well, Ohio. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, once you get there, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Damn. Yo, here's the other thing. You start looking around different parts of Texas. A, there's there's parts of North Texas that are like the fucking jungle, dude. Maybe not a jungle, but like redwood forest type thing. Like there's some forests and yeah. stuff. There's national forests. There. Like there is some surprisingly hilly and forested areas there. So we're hanging out in this area. We're there for five minutes, right? And I'm looking around. Right. I got my Yeezys on. I'm looking around. I see all these fucking dudes in boots and hats. And I'm like, shit. One. I love it here. I fucking love it here. This is where I want to live. Two, I need a cowboy hat right now. I need one. And as you can see, Daryl, this is an audio-only podcast. I am wearing Mm -hmm. my first cowboy hat. And I'll tell you what. It's not an ironic thing. I felt good walking around in this cowboy hat. And and I'll tell you what. This is the first of many. And and yeah. it was a struggle. I got the biggest size they had. They they'd have to order more. Dude, did you know that there's like a hat etiquette? Like you you wear this is straw hat season, okay? So I got a straw oh. hat. Wow. Because of the right, you don't wear you know the, during the fall. No, I know there was etiquette dude. during the fall and the winter. So it's like Labor Day with pants, right? You don't wear a dark hat right until after Labor Day. So you can, you wear dark color hats in the fall and winter. Then around Easter. Mm-hmm. It's not, that's the other thing, it's fun. It's not Memorial Day, it's Easter. Easter's when the white hat comes out. Mm. Or the or the tan or the light color. Now, the, mm-hmm. I said to the guys, like, shit, do I need to be getting a dark hat? And he's like, no, it's really, we, you know, we go by the first week of April because, you know, sometimes Easter is the first weekend of April. So, it's like, you're fine here. But, mm-hmm. but he was straight up with me. He's like, but you're going to need a dark hat. And I was like, you got it. You know what I mean? I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back in fucking three weeks. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, and in there, dude, hey, you want to get you want a beer? I'm like, what? They got a bar for the customers in there, you know? And they're drinking Yingling, which I'm like, dude, that's where we're from. This is crazy. They're like, man, they yeah. got Yingling. You're from where the Yingling is? I'm like, dude, yeah, it's our, like high school beer here. It's it's like what we do, and uh, you know. Yeah. So then I'm I'm strutting around in my cowboy hat. Yeah. You know, and you know, every I'm just I'm just in the, like I love it there. It's crazy. Right. And it's like right. so relaxed and everyone is so fucking polite. And it's weird mm-hmm. to say it like that, but dude, it's almost like you become my again, my prior experiences were like going there as a tourist to WrestleMania, which I yeah. went to WrestleMania again this year, which was fantastic. But anyway, it's a yeah. whole other thing here. Yeah those people i was like oh they were just nice to me because they're they want my money or whatever no wrong i was we were there for eight hours and we're like hey come on over for dinner people we don't even know you know they come over to my house for dinner wow you know what i mean oh if you need anything during the storm call me we'll come pick you up take you to our house if you lose power like any any sort of that's from when i was back in uh you know in february like you just extend yourself. That's the Texas way is to like be polite and extend yourself and you treat everybody with like respect. And it was like yeah. evident, dude. I mean, I'm talking, you know, the guy at the Seven Eleven, like, wow. So cool. Yeah. And I, I had this theory when we got our first house here. 
You go to the 7-Eleven by your house, you're going to catch everybody that comes through because everyone's got to stop at a 7-Eleven every now and then. Right. You know, white collar, blue collar, no shirt. You know what I mean? You name it. They come yeah. through 7-Eleven. You pop in 7-Eleven, everybody's like, it's like, whoa, oh, this is like a fucking Wegmans. This is crazy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. We found this store that was like a Wawa, if Wawa only sold like Python beef jerky, alcohol, and barbecue food. <laughs> it was awesome. I got some beef jerky, man. It was incredible. I'm going to be eating a lot of jerky out there. That they li- Python. Dude, they literally had Python jerky and like, uh, they had kangaroo, it. dude. They had kangaroo jerky. They had uh, bison. I'm not kidding. I'm I swear to God, kangaroo. I'm gonna send you some next time I'm there. I'm gonna send you a little taste of the roux, awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's uh, I need I need that I need that python jerk. Oh man, come yeah. on. And you know what's hilarious, dude, is like how <laughs> how small the the python. Like it's it, like I mean it's a snake you know like they're fu- mm-hmm. it's like this big when it's dried out like it's yeah. it's like what is this a fucking <laughs> s- scrap of turd what is this it's so weird um <laughs> so like every now and then I'm getting we're driving around and I'm being observed because you know the realtor's driving us around oh by the way casually casually my realtor goes oh yeah well I was kind of in the entertainment business. Before I moved to Texas and got into real estate. <laughs> and I was like. I was just casual, you know. And I just kind of glossed over it. I thought, you know, I thought maybe she was going to tell us she was a, an actress or something. Or a model mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Yeah. And she, I, I did like chi- like traveling chief of staff work or like. And I'm like, what? What is that? Well, she's like, like a PA. I'm like, a what? personal assistant i'm like oh that's cool like anybody you can talk about like she's like yeah i did a little this a little that you know i forget whatever actress i had no idea who it was but somebody that like i guess mm-hmm. normal people know who she is, but i don't even know david right. blaine i'm like what yeah david blaine do you know who he is i'm like do i know who david blaine is right. i'm like can right. you believe this so yeah right. apparently and then and then i'm like i've got how much time do you got good thing we've got you for the day because the rest of the day, I'm going to be asking you questions about David Blaine. I'm, I'm, you, you gave me, you said the one thing that would distract me from thinking about what Ryan. we're looking for in a home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like David it's, Blaine, right? Done. Moving to that. <laughs> we're going into that direction. I'll tell you what. <laughs> long story short, it sounds like he's as cool as you would hope David Blaine is, and uh, yeah. Could not rule out that he is actually magic. I'm going to go with he is magic. I, st- I still think mm. he's magic. Um, yeah. But yeah, super. What a, I mean, shout out, you know, to our yeah. realtor. And uh, w- once I get her permission, I'll, I'll uh, put, post her contact up for anybody looking to relocate to the, the greater Dallas area. So, you know, we're cruising around, having a great time, seeing mm-hmm. all this amazing stuff and interacting with people that are just uh, operating on a level that's like, they're focused on what's going on around them and they're chill. It's chill is an understatement. It's just like yeah. you gotta relax. Yeah. It's, it's like this what are you where are you going? Everything's yeah. fucking ninety five miles an hour away on the highway for no problem and no beeping. No. Nah. It was it, it was amazing. You know, horses everywhere, uh 
Longhorns, you know, you name it. And then you go to dude. Can't beat it. And then you go to then you go to Arlington and visit AT&T Stadium. And it's like again, dude. This stadium was built what, 12 years ago at this point. And it's yeah. like fucking unbelievable. I can't I can't imagine what SoFi is. I'm sure at some point I'll get out there. Shit. But dude, dude I'm telling you, like the food is incredible at AT&T at Cowboy Sam. Parking, they have they literally have 12,000 parking spots there. It is incredibly easy to get in and out of that stadium. You just go in, you go out, you get in your car and you leave. There's no like somehow they figured out how to get people in and out of a large stadium. It's it's an incredible. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like it's just I don't know what they're I don't know how they figured it out, but they should them and the SoFi people should be the only ones making stadiums. Um Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they clearly have it all worked out. They got it together, man. And it feels like you're in a in a basketball arena because we kind of got there early. We walked around a little bit. Feels like you're in like a small basketball arena, but then you're you're like, oh shit, this is the biggest building I've ever been in. <laughs> and Did you guys uh, have fun. Oh, WrestleMania was great, man. Yeah. I mean, look, I got to see Stone Cold come out in Texas. Stone Cold giving out stunners, and mm-hmm. people are. I'm jumping up in the air. People are losing their shit. You know, it's loud as all hell, and Vince McMahon is in the ring. Dude, Vince fucking did an impromptu match. He gets all crazy jacked up, pops his shirt open, yeah. and he's just like 76 years old, still deadlifting 1,000 pounds. Who knows what he's on? <laughs> just yoked, dude. People are going nuts. You know, Stone Cold, Stunner this, Stunner that. Great. It was just, it was awesome, man. And then, like, just the production. I mean, if there's anybody, you know, that's even at it's like at a it's like a Super Bowl halftime show for eight hours. It's like unbelievable, mm. you know. Like you you can't believe the level of coordination and yeah. production yeah. and fucking pyro and lasers and smoke and music. Like it was just it's almost it's like sensory overload for in like any WWE show or everywhere. Tele- is like that, but when they do WrestleMania, like if you ever have a chance and it's mm-hmm. in your area, like you got to, it's worth yeah. going to see it for the spectacle, and then like seeing how right. like how happy everyone is there because everybody's there to be entertained and it's almost like a celebration of yeah. like wrestling. It's like the big high point. Like people are just happy to be there, and then on top of it, it's in Texas, and I'm eating a fucking yeah. brisket plate the size of my ass, you know, with mac and cheese. Like a one serving of yeah. one serving of mac and cheese was literally like. Two pounds. It was insane, dude. I, I could. We couldn't believe it. Two of us couldn't couldn't handle wow. it. And like, wow. you know, the food's great. They got Topo Chico everywhere. I'm killing the mineral water thing. It's just. I mean, I, yeah. How, and how, I, uh, how, how did Sam like it? Was she, was oh, she she, she she loved it. I mean, we went to WrestleMania in New Orleans, so she's she's kind of gotten used to yeah. the wrestling thing. Um, yeah. And she was pretty amazed at the size of the stadium and how easy it was to get places and how clean the bathrooms were and. It's like it reminded me of like Disneyland how they how they clean up like you I I swear dude I saw a guy drop a piece mm-hmm. of like he was walking and a piece of straw paper dropped from his fucking drink and then some guy comes out of nowhere with a broom and it's gone it was like it was it was wild it was wild yeah um, yeah, yeah they're yeah. On, they're on top <laughs> of it there and uh, but yeah WWE puts on an insane show um, 
and the the lighting and the music again pyro fire anything you can imagine Sick. they did they, they did a jackass jack johnny knoxville from jackass they did a match it was incredible and it was like looney tunes come to life they're smacking people with big it was like you mm-hmm. know if you have peacock just watch night two that. i gotta see that new yo one. listen I'm, I'm sure you have peacock watch go to the wrestlemania night two and watch scrolled to Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. It's probably halfway through the show. My mm-hmm. little nieces, it loved it. And you're thinking, how could that be appropriate for a family audience? Dude, my nieces thought it was great. It was clean. It was <laughs> hints for adults. It's hilarious. Like at one point, dude, he bowls him in his nuts, like with a bowling ball in the ring. Like it's the craziest thing. And it was so well executed that like that is what like pro wrestling that can do that like only things like it's like jackass comes close and you see how perfect they are for each other. Um, and everybody right. was like hearing 80,000 people like laughing and chant. Like it, it's, it's an, yeah. it's a fun experience. You can't help but smile. Uh, so, you, you know, sweet. especially if you're somebody who's not really interested in wrestling, like you watch that, I promise you'd be fully thoroughly entertained by, by uh, their behaviors. And, you know, all of the jackass favorites make, little cameo appearances and the way they booked it and the cam. I mean, it was one of the best, it's easily one of the most entertaining wrestling matches I've ever seen in, in person. Like it was, it was amazing. Um, it's awesome, man. Yeah. It's really, awesome. really fun. So we had a great time, you know, in Fort Worth. I think we found, you know, we, we, we had a house. We thought we had it. Uh, ultimately we didn't, we weren't able to secure it. Um, the market is so insane. And we just got to keep trying. But we did sell our house here in, in uh, yeah. the, the suburbs here in, in the Philly area. And we're going to be uh, moving out. <laughs> just closing and moving out and then take a little road trip, um, you know, mid-May. So we'll be relocated soon. And uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a ride, dog. Road trip. little road, road trip. trip. With the Roadster, of course. With the Roadster. There I'm going to have go. to get him a cowboy hat, I think. Uh, yeah, and some four little boots. Give him some dog boots. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Four little I boots, mean, man. Why wouldn't a dog wear boots? Why not? I love you're it. gonna you're gonna have a hat. You're gonna have boots. Crows just have hat and boots. And I'll tell you what, this was my favorite thing. I'm demonstrating right now the the hat wave for like an Uber or any mm. any sort of like, hey, I'm over here. You take the yeah. cowboy hat off and you hold it up and you wave it. That really gets your attention. Wow. And uh, I know you're thinking about it now. You're like, well, I wish because you can't do if you the thing. Interesting thing. If you did that with a just a ball cap, you kind of look like you're being a dick. Like, hello, you know, but when you do this classy, yeah, yeah. hey, howdy, you know, all of a sudden you're like a <laughs> southern gentleman. Yeah. Love it. Love I, it. I love it. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm growing. I had my beef jerky. And I'll tell you what, one of the things I heard. That uh, I could not believe that I'm looking forward to going to seeing immediately. There is a sushi restaurant in the suburbs of Fort Worth. It's uh, also, it's like a sushi slash French cuisine. And it's a gun store. Okay. So you can go get. You can can go get. And I love both. Yeah. I'm going to go. Get some sushi, maybe even a Philadelphia roll, maybe a dragon roll. You know what I mean? I'm going to load up. 
get my sushi, and then I'm going to get my first gun in Texas. My first Texas gun right there. That right there is the kind of free enterprise that this country Mm -hmm. needs is just, hey, if you think you're going to sell both sushi and guns, if you can do it, go for it. Why not? Yeah. Can I can I get the sushi and shotgun platter? Thanks. Yeah. I yes. love that. I like the <laughs> quart of fried rice, wonton soup, Philadelphia roll, and twenty five rounds of buckshot. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that, it. What's that? You have a tiger? I can get a tiger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can get just about anything animal related that you're looking for. <laughs> Tigers, monkeys, zebras, giraffe. You probably buy an elf. In Texas. Dude, that'd be awesome. A mythical, <laughs> a nice little mythical creature. So I'll tell you what, it's shaping up to be a, a fun run. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we'll see what happens next, brother. My man. We'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>